Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And as you know, this is the Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. Today we are going over season one, episode 13, Slumber Party. Mary, what happened this week? Brenda invites Kelly, Donna, and Andrea to her house for a very mature night of female bonding and definitely not a slumber party. The girls put on their pajamas for some loud music, living room dancing, spooky board games, and junk food consumption. Kelly's senior friend Amanda arrives to spoil the fun and possibly ruin the girls' budding friendships. Since Steve and Brandon can't participate in female bonding, they try to get into a nightclub. When they can't, because they're obviously still children, they go out for a joyride with some pretty girls who look like and turn out to be trouble. Brandon actually kind of proves he can be a good friend and Steve displays a rare moment of vulnerability. David drags Scott back into his creepy bullshit. <laughs> we should totally introduce this podcast as a women's conference. That, okay, that was my one of my favorite lines <laughs> of this entire show. Like, I'm attending a women's conference tonight and at I your house. Like, wait, really? And then also I'm like, oh, wait, no, she's coming to the slumber party and that's hilarious no one will call it a slumber party and what is so wrong with that we're literally in our pjs right now as we're recording this because i want to have a slumber party i have had several slumber parties in the past couple years i had many a slumber party i have slept in this room that we're in right now yep mary has slept at my house i recently a lot of different houses we essentially you could call the beach trip just like a three-day slumber party you know what that's what I'm going to change the invite to on the <laughs> on the Facebook event. It's the fifth annual slumber party that happens to be at a beach. We're going to stay up all night in our jammies. I'm in. Playing games. I'm in. Watching movies. I'm in. Talking about boys. And girls, if that's what you're into. Yeah. Let's yeah, do it. I like it. Yeah, this episode had a weird complex with calling it a slumber party, even though Darren Starr decided to call the episode slumber party and not women's conference or an evening of female bonding or <laughs> whatever else they call it. Um, well, it's like, I we actually was talking to John about this on the way here the other day because, like, I don't see anything wrong with calling it a slumber party, but I'm also 28. And like, <laughs> yeah. Well, so we were talking about D&D and how, like, there used to be, like, a ton of stigma about it. And, like, people would make fun of you and be like, oh, my God, you're playing a role-playing game? Like, yeah, like it was a nerdy thing. Yeah, like, oh, you're sitting in your basement being a nerd. Because did you guys see the whole thing that went viral when SNL had a D&D skit and they played it off, like, you know, being in the 70s and sitting in your mom's basement and being a total nerd and whatever – and all of these people were taking D&D selfies and being like, fuck you, I'm hot. Like, Interesting. suck it. I did not see this. And yeah, so it got this all this backlash because people were like, honestly, it's probably to this point that more people play it than not. Oh, yeah. Like, you can search D&D and get like all of these different Twitch streams and all of these different podcasts and all of these different blogs. Like, you know, the Kickstarters, like the Critical Role one got like, what, $11 million or some insane number that I don't know off the top of my head. But it's, In very few amount of time. Like, yeah, it's very like one of the highest days. earning Kickstarters yeah. ever or something. Which is crazy. Um, but we were talking about that and like how it's really normal to play all of these games now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not embarrassed to tell anybody that I play it. And no, frankly, I don't if care. you give me shit, like, what's your problem? Why are you so 
like concerned about what I do with my time. Yeah. Like what are you insecure about? If yeah. you're worried about me doing something that has nothing to do with you. But we started talking about this after I had watched this episode, like same day. Oh, nice. And I was like, this actually works really well in this conversation because all of these people are like, we can't call this a sleepover. Why does any, like, we're not having a slumber party with like people, the, the seniors are going to think that we're dorks. Yeah, like, what even does that mean? And, yeah, I'm thinking, like, the people that would give you shit about all of these different hobbies and, like, liking certain types of music and whatnot, like, they're teenagers. They're all insecure about everything in their own lives, and it has nothing to do with you. Like, Kelly was so concerned because of her senior friend. And, right. I mean, honestly, Dad and Brandon just rude. Yeah, that was just annoying. I mean... I will say, I guess I get it from the perspective of it's high school and everything you do is on a microscope and everything you do is like the biggest percentage of your life, right? Like up to that point um, in your own life, you know, whatever age you are, like this is your world. Like Mm -hmm. you don't know anything else except going to high school and being in front of these people every single day. So I guess I get it from that perspective. I What I don't get is why slumber party in quotations has such a weird connotation. Like why yeah. the word slumber? Because I have a feeling that's that's the weird part is slumber. And I'm like, wh- why? Like what's so weird about that? Is it because that was a thing you did when you were in middle school or elementary school or whatever and now it's supposed to be called something else or you just don't do that because you're too busy going out and chasing boys and going partying and all this kind of stuff? I don't know. Well, and I hate to break it to you, but if you go to these parties and, like, get drunk and spend the night, you basically just had a slumber party. Yeah, basic. (laughs) (laughs) Which, yeah, exactly to your point. Like, that's still a slumber party. You're just slumbering under the influence. Yeah. What is the definition of slumber party here? S-P-U-I. Slumber party under the influence. Yeah. Yeah. Stakes are much higher, but... Still the same thing. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, I thought you outgrew those in middle school. And I, like, my 16th birthday was a slumber party. Oh, my God. Every birthday I had was a slumber yeah, party. because that was just easy. And then you just had all your friends over mm-hmm. and you ate pizza and, like, whatever. You stayed up all night and maybe watched the entire three seasons of Laguna Beach. Who knows? I watched a lot of Dirty Dancing. <laughs> yeah. Which, at some point during the episode, Donna's like, we should rent. Oh, what did she say? She says oh. a movie. Oh, Pretty Woman. Yeah, and like goes on to talk about it. To be her. And Kelly's like, "Oh, there's only one problem. You're not Julia Roberts." <laughs> this episode had the most amount of savagery. Oh, I this know. Se- this whole show has seen before, and I am here for it. Oh, I was here for most of it. Like, well, uh, yes, yes. Was, Caveat. The, yeah. <laughs> But for most yeah. of it, it was funny. But yeah, they keep calling it like an evening of female bonding in a women's conference. And I just wanted to be like, that's weirder. Oh, yeah. Like a women's conference makes it seem like you're going to like a like a ballroom at the Hyatt. Yeah. And like you're going to be in a suit and you're going to talk about female empowerment, which I'm going to be great. honest, as an adult, super into it. Mm-hmm. Probably would have been into it as a teenager, too, and been like, yeah, I'm in it for the women. But, like, when you're saying, like, oh, yeah, on my Friday night, I'm going to go to a women's conference, like, Brandon, especially Brandon, Mm -hmm. is going to give you shit for it. Yeah. 
Yeah, he, yeah. Well, and a little bit of what Brandon does with Andrea is still kind of holds her to this like higher standard than he does literally everyone else. But I do like that he calls her chief. Mm -hmm. He calls her chief. This is the first time we've ever heard it to my knowledge. And I love it. It's like in Gilmore Girls when Logan calls Rory Ace. (laughs) And I love it because I want a nickname like that. (laughs) I don't like Logan. And I don't like Brandon. Oh my God, you don't like Logan? I don't know if we can be friends anymore. I'm sorry. He cheats on his wife with her. That's true. Yeah, that guy sucks. Spoiler sorry. alert, guys. That came out like four years ago. I, if Endgame spoilers can be released a week after that movie comes out, Gilmore Girl spoilers can be three years after that That's show came true. out. Well, I will protect that show with my life because it's my all-time favorite show. And they stole a yacht together. Yeah, but that's fun, I guess. This isn't you. <laughs> Why did you drop out of Yale? Yale. Two syllable Yale. 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 <laughs> anyway. But yeah, no, I I like the dynamic between Andrea and mm-hmm. Brandon. And I also loved in this episode, they're like, why is it Andrea? And she yeah. says it goes both ways. I was like, okay, I feel less bad. I feel bad about the Andrea part because right. she never acknowledges that one. It's all in the on or an. It's in the Andrea. front part of it. Yeah, Andrea. Or Andrea. Yes. But now I've, I don't feel as bad having gotten it wrong before. Right. But, I mean, like, from the moment Brandon shows up on screen, I have issues with him talking to Whitman because yeah. he's just like, you know, oh, I thought you outgrew slumber parties. And then he brings the article to Andrea and she's like, oh, we beat Beverly High in tennis? Yeah, not that you'd care. Yeah. Sir. Of co- First of all, she is the editor. Right. Of course she cares. Second of all, maybe she's interested in school rivalry. Sure. Or sports. Who knows? I think, I'll be honest, I'm trying to give Brandon more of a shot. Because I feel like we've, we've d- if nothing else, we've done three things on this podcast thus far. Been very mean to all of the characters. Most notably, Cindy. Who redeemed herself, and I feel very bad about what I said. I do, too. Uh, Brandon and Steve, which Steve I don't feel bad about. But we've also come up with a lot of hashtags. So that's another thing we've done on this podcast. (laughs) And if nothing else, we tend to talk about some of the things that annoy us more than what we like. So I'm trying to give Brandon the benefit of the doubt because there's a reason he's the main character. And there's a reason that so many people in this world that have watched the show love him. So I'm yeah. like, you know what? This was 1990. Let me just put my mind back in 1990, at least in high school, because yeah. people are way different. I was way different in high school. So yeah, but there are things that bug me. Don't get me wrong. I'm just trying to make me think like, all right, Brandon, let me just take it with a grain of salt instead of just like going all in. You can yeah. still at me, and that's fine, but <laughs> this episode helped a little, because like in your synopsis, Producer Mary, you mentioned that Brandon actually displays some good friendship. So, yeah, sure. But then with the whole slumber party, not so good. Well, and I mean, I guess to your point, like, there are things I have to think about. Like, I didn't have a brother that was around when I was in high school to, like, do the, like, you know, brother-sister, like riffing or whatever like I didn't mm-hmm. have siblings around that did that so maybe that's a thing that I just missed out on and then with Andrea like I do think we're supposed to see this subtle flirting oh and yeah when you're in high school you're a terrible flirt you don't know what you're doing 
totally and so, with andrea it's like you almost want to root for her more because mm-hmm. from the get-go you're already like she's set up to be a poor and not supposed to be at the school so it's like okay you've already given me something that i want to root for yeah she's you. the outsider and yes. you want to like elevate her up to everybody else who's like oh i belong and i'm rich and whatever exactly whereas with brandon i feel like we've only been given things that it's almost like we have to hold him to the same standard that jim does or yeah whoever and instead we're critical of that mm. and and which is fine and again i'm all for it I just also like with Steve, I don't think I cannot think of him in such a negative way. But with Brandon, I'm going to try. I will say when we get to Steve and like Steve starts crying. Yeah. I did feel for him. And it's like part of me thinks that you deserve it because you need to hit something that's going to make you act like a better character. True. But on the other hand, that sucks. And, like, you just wanted to take a pretty girl out, and she stole your car, and your dad's going to be pissed. Yep. And you messed up. And, like, I get that, and I want to hug you. And I can't I can't be mad at him. But it's like he cries, and, like, you feel all, like, sad for him and stuff. And then, like, ten minutes later, he, like, does something else to just be like, oh, my God, okay. Well, all of the blood left his brain and went somewhere else. Exactly. Which we'll get to that. But, yeah, so, so far... Steve is not redeemable as of late or ever. Brandon Brandon just has ups and downs. That's Agreed. I think where I'm going with is yeah. like I think I tend to lean towards all of his downs, mm-hmm. especially with some of these episodes that we've watched. Yeah. Like the the really hard hitters are the ones that usually tend to stand out to me. Like Right. Cause he was a really good guy with uh one man and a baby like right you know he was a really good guy but i you know zoned in on the fact that when she said she didn't want to date him he was just like nobody babysits two nights in a row right it's like very easy to seek almost like a i mean truly like a privileged white guy like somebody who is just given a lot of things because of who he is and what he looks like but then it's easy like once you see all that to then pick out the flaws right yeah or pick out the things that annoy you so i think that's totally fine i definitely and also is and i'm sorry jason Priestley, if you're ever listening to this i do think it's a little bit the acting because when he gets into like anger mode he emotes very well the overacting for rage for the for what it is is a little much (laughs) so it gets me i'm like okay dude just chill out like it's not that serious but then i'm like hold on that's an acting choice yeah so anyway but i would like to talk more about the slumber party the slumber party well we gotta we gotta talk about the lead up to yes the slumber course. party of course because you know she wakes up in the morning everyone's giving her grief about it and then she goes to school and kelly gives you know who doesn't give her grief about it mom Oh, yeah, because mom's probably all like, oh, this is great. You did this in Minnesota. You're going to have your friends. This is totally not a Beverly Hills thing. Very true. But no, this this is another good episode for mom. I'm saying, like, I regret some of the things I have said about mom. I think at the time she deserved some of them. Yeah. But at the same time, she was good this episode. I liked her. I agree. She was kind of funny. 
this episode. I like, loved when they pulled her into the dance. And I oh was God. just like, first of all, I would never have done that with my own mom. I'd been no. like, mom, just drop the chips and leave. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would have either. But my mom also probably would have been that type to just like jump in and dance. So I don't think I would have pulled her in. But had my one of my friends done it, I would have probably let it happen. That's Shout fair. out to moms out there. <laughs> Hashtag moms. Hashtag dancing moms. Mm. Hashtag slumber moms. Slumber moms. <laughs> we can edit this out. No, I'm leaving that one okay, in. Okay, good. Um, yeah, so Brenda gets to school and Kelly does the exact same thing of, you know, you're sure it's not a slumber party. And it's it's all because Kelly's got all these friends that, like, yeah. she's supposed to have appearances. But you know who's perfect? is Donna and her little short Oh my gosh, dolls. yes. Okay, Donna was great this entire episode. Donna was so good. And I'm like, why the heck is this like the fifth or however, wait, how far are we in this? 14, 13? 13. 13 episodes. And this is the most she's ever spoken. Like how? Well, You're gold. That's the thing. They address it later by saying that she's too boring and doesn't have any secrets. And True. I just, I love her. I love her, too. She's great. I love her response was like, I'll do more stuff. Yeah. I'll have secrets. Yeah, I love it. Because that would have been me. Like, 100%, that would have been me. It's like, I don't do much, but, like, I'll get there. Yeah. I was like, when I do, I'll tell you all about it. I promise. I won't leave anything out. No. Donna has some amazing outfits. Agreed. She looks so cute sometimes when she's just, like, in half of a shirt or, like, (laughs) less than half of a shirt or her short alls. Or I think she's had, like... Uh, fishnets or something at one mm, point. She does the super big headbands. Yep. Like, she's cute. She's I a fashion her. icon. I like her too. But you I know who also her. heard? Skaven. That's Skaven. what I'm calling Scott and David. Oh, it's I the like debut that. of Skaven. Because oh. that about describes <laughs> that's, them. That's their couple's name? Yes, that's their couple name, Skaven, because Dot sounded weird. <laughs> Dot. <laughs> but... Yeah, that's when they're, like, walking down the hall, and Kelly's trying to convince her, let's invite boys over. Yeah. Which, no, that's just a party. That's That's not not a slumber slumber. party. And, you know, David does his serial killerness of, like, I have to get to that party. I have to see Kelly in her pajamas. He heard his trigger word. Boy. (laughs) He heard his trigger word of any word that comes out of Kelly's mouth. Well, fair, fair. But yeah, as soon as he heard that, he literally is like, huh? Yeah. Perk up. Like, I, I hear this. I think that's what creeps me out about him most is mm-hmm. they just put him in the background of a scene and then Kelly says boy or cute or something and they just pan to him and he's like, well, yes, I am here listening. <laughs> They're talking about me. I just know it. <laughs> yeah. He never hears David. He's just like, boy. She only sees one boy. Yep. She sees me. I think he, like, gets up every morning and psychs himself out by putting on whatever, like, vest he's picked out for the day. And he's just like, you are amazing. <laughs> Today is the day that Kelly sees you. Oh, my God. He gets ready to that song that they dance to at the party. Oh, God. <laughs> Scott thinks I'm no Billy Joel. I'll show him. He starts practicing piano every Jeez. morning. Oh, yeah. He just like obsesses and he's like, we have got to be at that party. And Scott, the whole time is like, what? Huh? Like his face. 
I, Scott is aware of this. Like, I wonder how long this has been going on where he's just like, man, I don't think we should. Scott's, Again? Scott's the little angel. He really is. He's, he's an angel for everyone. Yeah. But also, one of, okay, so one of the first savage, the second savage moment, because the first, I love that uh, Andrea called it a women's conference and like kind of tricked Brandon. So, At your house. Yes. Um, but so the big savage moment, and I literally wrote down the quote. And if we ever figure it out, we can pipe in the sound of the actual episode. Maybe one day I'll Maybe figure one it day. out. But okay, so Steve comes walking in there. Saying it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But so okay, Brandon and Steve had been talking, and we'll talk about what they're talking about in a minute. But they had been talking. They walk up. They see the girls. Then Steve says, "You ladies got your nighties all set for the evening." Enter Brenda Walsh <laughs> with. We're sorry you're going to miss it, Steve. From what I hear, cheap thrills are about all you're getting these days. Oh! Oh, Snap! And literally everyone's like, oh, damn. Literally everyone goes, oh! Literally. And I loved it because, like, go Brenda. Freaking Brenda. Not taking anyone's crap. Just like, Steve, shut the up, man. Can you just not? We can't swear on this podcast, I know. If you want. I have us tagged. Yeah, that's fine. But... I loved it. Like, hashtag savage all the way for Brenda because she was probably sick of people shooting down, down this idea that... I know. It's been all day, party. on and on and on, and Steve yeah. makes it sexist. And then exactly. she's just like, no. She's like, nah. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Yeah. Well, because that's when... That's like right before they start talking about what they're going to do that night, right? Steve yes. and Brandon of like... Oh, I can't believe your sister kicked you out of your house, which is just adorable. I love the idea of them being at the breakfast table and Brenda being like, Brandon, you can't be there tonight. It's no boys allowed. Right. Yeah. Like total like treehouse mode. Like this is a girls club, like no boys allowed. Well, because it really would turn into something different if Brandon was at the house and like Steve and Dylan came over. Oh, 100%. Because then Brenda would be preoccupied with Dylan and Steve would be preoccupied with Kelly and Kelly would be preoccupied with flirting and like, I don't really like you, Steve, but I do still want to flirt with you. And the rest of the girls would want attention and Andrea would be obsessed with Brandon. Yeah, and it would just be a thing. Donna would just be her cute little self of like, just like, but I'm going to hang out in my jammies and my popcorn and ice cream. And I'll get there eventually. <laughs> she will get there eventually. So then we find out what Steve and Brandon are doing. Yeah, they want to go out and pick up girls. And they decide to go to whatever that club was called. Floodlights. Floodlights. And they're sitting in the car and he's like, they don't card anybody. And worst case scenario, I'll just slip him a 20. And then he makes a comment of, like, it's all how you're dressed. And Brandon goes, hey, I bought this tie in Canada. Like, that means something. Like, what does <laughs> that, that mean? So ki- and it's so, like, northern Midwestern. Like, everything is about going to Canada. That's because true. Because you turn 18, you drive up to Canada, and you go buy beer. But, yeah. So, apparently, Canada's a big deal. And they make hella good ties, apparently. Can't, I mean... I didn't really look at the tie, but I, I assume it was a nice tie. Well, and the fact that he wore a tie to a nightclub, you know, probably. I mean, on, I'm going to be honest. I have no idea how old anyone is supposed to be when they walk around because, like, the girls wear suits and mm-hmm. the boys wear ties to go out to a club. And that's not what you, I actually don't know what you would wear at clubs now. I don't go out 
to clubs or well, bars or anything. If it is past 7 p.m., I'm probably home. Well, you know I have my one going out shirt. So. <laughs> I, yeah, I have my one going out shirt, and then I wear tight jeans. Yep. And then I change up the shoes depending on what if time of year it is. it's cold or hot, yeah. If it's cold, I wear boots. If it's hot, I wear probably sneakers because, mm-hmm. like, fuck you, I'm married. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. The amounts that I care now is so little. It's so, so little. little. It's really bad. Like... Oh, well. But yes, they go out to this club and they stand in line and they try and like grease the guy's palm. And Steve even offers a 50, which is something to get into this place. Probably a lot in the 90s, I guess. Right. I mean, I I don't know how much the currency has changed between now and then. It makes like it just makes me wonder how Steve's like allowance or whatnot works because i assume he's just got a credit card but like what about a debit card and getting cash out like right i feel like that he probably has to justify more than the credit card statements probably but yeah so it doesn't work they go to the car and he's like well i didn't even want to go to that stupid club anyway and they're sitting there not leaving yep which also i think it's really funny that they want to go to some hot nightclub and they just park the car in the in the parking lot. In the front. Even the high school has valet. Right. But yes, they're they're in the car and Steve's just griping and that's when you see the girls coming their way. That's right. And like, I don't even remember what they were saying before they start walking up to the car. Well, they were saying something like, like Brandon was like, He's you like, know oh, do you girls? remember those girls that were standing outside while we were trying to get in? It's like, yeah, you mean like 30 seconds ago? Yeah, that's why <laughs> I didn't write it down. But Oh, no, I did write it down. You mean literally five seconds ago? Yeah, like literally the ones we just saw. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, they're coming They're coming this way. Which, I they're 16. But yeah. I feel like as an adult, I would be like, something is up if they're like, let's go hang out with those cute guys that couldn't get into the club. Yeah, like the guys you want to hang out with are in the club, mm-hmm. not the underage people outside, outside the, club, the club trying to bribe their way in. Exactly. Like if they had been inside the club and Brandon tried his line of being a professional hockey player mm. for the Kings mm. and somehow you're 16 and thinking with your downstairs and you think that worked and they're all over you because they think you're a hockey player. Right. Also, that we kinda, makes more sense. We also kind of learned that Brandon doesn't lie very well. He really doesn't. But Steve does. And I'm not surprised by that. No, Steve was a cheater. Right. And Steve, I don't know, he just has that air about him. Like, where all he wants to do is impress people. Oh, so yeah. So he just puts it on. Mm-hmm. He puts it on like crazy. Doesn't matter who it's with. I mean, they put four people in a two-seater. And right. she was definitely, like, sitting on the clutch. Yeah, I was thinking about the logistics of that, and, like, I understood Brandon's girl sitting on his lap, his lap but the other girl is like, mmm. Yeah, no, she's literally, like, on the drive shaft. Right. Like, Gross. impeding, well, it's <laughs> not what I meant. Gross. Um, but, yeah, she's, like, impeding his ability to change gears, which, when she asked if she could change the gears, I thought it was amazing that he let her, because... While driving. Well, and... Like, the day before I watched this episode, I had a happy hour with my coworkers, and we started talking about driving a stick shift car. Like, this episode was actually very timely for me this week. Um, But we started talking about driving a stick shift, and one of my coworkers looks at me and goes, do you know how to drive stick? And I said, no. And she goes, oh, I really wanted to learn. My husband actually drove a stick shift car 
when we started dating, but he sold it moving to Atlanta because traffic is terrible and apparently that's not where you want a stick shift. Right. Um, but they went to Auburn, so like they were driving out in the country all the time and so having a stick shift didn't make a difference. But she tried to get him to teach her and he wouldn't. He was like, you're not learning on my car. Yeah. Because you're going to burn out the clutch or whatever. And yeah, Steve just being like, oh, yeah, sure. And oh, yeah, you can drive the car. Like that really plays into what you said of he just really wants to impress people because in my experience, no one lets you do that. No. Okay. It didn't record over. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, you just look so cute with your little I know. <laughs> I'm diva. <laughs> You're so adorable. Mecca queen. <laughs> Nervous. All right. Yeah, so they shift gears. Oh, That's what it's called? They good, shift gears. Good pun. And <laughs> decide to go to an abandoned elementary school to like make out in the parking lot yes so two thoughts there okay (laughs) why an elementary school why not a high school or an abandoned mall that's probably closed at night or something like that i guess yeah well okay so if you're a con artist trying to steal (laughs) someone's car someone's ferrari corvette corvette yes yeah because his his thing is, I ate a Ferrari. Yes. Oh, uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you're trying to steal someone's Corvette, you want to go somewhere that wouldn't have security. So you got to go somewhere abandoned. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you think mall or high school, you're thinking that because they're high schoolers who would go to the mall. Mm. But these are supposed to be grown women. Mm. So they... So they go for the little kids. <laughs> <laughs> Their uteruses were calling to them. Sure. They were just like, elementary school. Yeah. So second but, thought on that. Okay. Now I've forgotten my second thought. Um, I wrote it down. Yeah. No. I don't have my second have thought. Hold on. What was it? Well, so I had a thought yeah. of like. You go ahead. No, you go. No, I don't. I still don't have it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll jog your memory. Um, no, I had a thought when they did this that was like, this is very high school for me. Like, we didn't yeah. go to abandoned elementary schools necessarily, but like, we would go to like playgrounds and parks. Okay. And actually, like, we went to my elementary school. Yeah, we did. Oh, my like, goodness. We drank wine on your or your old elementary school playground i remember swing on the swings oh yeah. my gosh we were super cute so apparently an elementary school thing is not weird i'm just making it weird <laughs> it's only weird if it's abandoned sure okay <laughs> that makes sense okay i remembered my second point okay so they're going to this abandoned elementary school at night you know to go and make out in front of each other Okay, yeah, <laughs> that is a good point because they stop the car and just like latch. Yes, literally. <laughs> I had a thought. I was like, "Are they really gonna make out in front?" Yup, they're gonna make out in front of each right, other. Yeah, I guess that's like no, that's not really a high school thing because I feel like we would have like turned the car off, gotten yeah. out of the car. Someone goes to the swings. Someone goes to the jungle gym. Right. And you at least like separate. Yeah, put like twenty <laughs> feet between the two of you, and they're just like. Yep, they literally just turn and go. Like, what if you both get boners? She still has a stick shift (laughs) right there. I mean, she's about to have another one. (laughs) 
<laughs> right? So then the girls get up and you're all just like, yep, here we are. Yeah, it's just like, oh, hey. Hashtag awkward. So awkward. Soup's awkward. Soup's awkward. Um, oh, my gosh. Totally unrelated. I found something today on Reddit. I think it was Reddit. It might have been Twitter. Um, where this like high school teacher had been like tracking all of the lingo that his kids were saying throughout I the saw school that. year. Yes, yes, yes. I downloaded the whole thing. And oh, I was I love like, it. I'm going to be so hip now. I love it. Yeah. They had words on there like, um, like big vibes or something like yeah. that. Or like uh, lit, obviously. Things like that. I loved that graphic. It was I, so funny. Some of the ones that I saw in there, I couldn't think of them now. So maybe it was a really bad thing to bring up. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but I saw some of them and I was like, I've said those. Oh, yeah. 100%. I'm cool. Well, and also like the teacher's probably like much older. Yeah. Because some of the words really were like, it wasn't as lame as this, but it was like awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what awesome means. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. But yeah, to your point, it's like we've said some of those things and we're not that cool. Mm-hmm. We're 10 years removed from high school. So, yeah. but I'm going to like. I'm going to go actually learn them, and I'm going to bring them here. I'm oh, bring good. Because then it's like our own like '90s slang. Because like what we've heard in Beverly Hills has been like, "Oh, I'm beat," or mm. "The party's beat," or something, and it means like it's tired, I guess, or like yeah. not cool anymore. And they've said like "dope," stuff like that. So yeah, we bring our own slang. Yeah, get a new crowd in here for the old crowd. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like it. I love it. Yeah. So. Back to Steven anyway, Brandon. Yeah. I was going to be like, back to boners. Back to boners. Oh, hashtag back to boners. That's our next show. I don't want that The back show. to podcast. Back to boners. Can you imagine? Email at us at back to boners podcast. Don't email anything. Can you imagine? Have you had a boner? Let us know. Are we just going to like review and discuss nostalgic <laughs> porno oh no no it's got to be all like the awkward teenager like all the episodes of tv and the movies where like the guy gets the boner in class or like american <gasps> yeah. pie and just like Ooh. i already thought of an episode and it involves spinner from degrassi i was gonna <laughs> oh say degrassi and we could do the one with jt in the pump oh my god <laughs> guys this writes itself <laughs> We don't do it. Back to boners. <laughs> Back, Back to, to boners. boners. Coming soon to Patreon. Oh, coming soon. Oh. <laughs> we found our paid content, guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is just too easy. <laughs> anyway. Back to boners. She kind of, kind of back to boners. Yes. Uh, the one. Tina? Trina? Trina. Yeah. Trina. Trina, Trina tells Steve that she wants to drive the car because it'll be really hot. Yeah. And she like, okay, so she gets in the car. She's like, oh my God, so the go over this It looks like an H, right? Yeah. So it's like, like, oh, I got this. And he's like, don't worry about all of these gears. Just like go between these two. And like, this is the whole thing of, you know, she starts driving and clearly she's faking it. Um, and it's just like off the clutch, on the clutch, yes. off the clutch. Like, ugh, and just 
he's just like, oh, she's stripping my gears or I don't I don't remember. I don't know words. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know auto terms, but yeah, basically she's driving this. She's doing it badly. Yes. And it's going to hurt the car. (laughs) Yes. And it's like this awful, horrible, slow circle. And you just watch Steve's face of just like, but this is why no man ever actually says like, oh, yeah, you can drive my stick shift. And also why these ladies probably preyed on them because they're 16 not a grown man. Oh yeah, who wouldn't let them touch his car? Yeah, so she, so she does this terribly. Yep. And he's like, "Okay, yeah, are you you done now? Because uh, I got another stick shift that needs your attention." <laughs> <laughs> Good one. I, I like. I it. was really proud of that one. I do love those puns. But no, she's not gonna do that. She steals his car. She's like, and I, come on, friend. I love the other girl just like diving for the car. Like, <laughs> yeah. I started laughing. And they're just like, oh. <laughs> it was so anticlimactic. They're like, huh. They just stole our car. Yeah. <laughs> like, so boring. Uh, Which, that sucks. No, it sucks a lot. Like, when they come back to them... And they've been sitting there for an hour. Yeah. And Steve's finally coming to accept, like, that girl did not really like you. Mm-mm. She just wanted your car. Then he goes full Claire Danes and ugly cries. He, I did write that he is a very ugly crier. Very ugly. He looks very pained. Like, mm, yeah. it wasn't pretty. But I do feel for him. That was, I think if he was a prettier crier, I yeah. wouldn't have felt so much. But yeah, I yeah, was probably. just like... Oh, that's that's pain. Well, and it's humiliation, I think, more than anything. Yeah. That he not only got duped, but that this girl that he thought was into him mm-hmm. was so not. Well, and yeah, like, he he handed the keys to her. Yep, like, it was his fault. That's exactly when they go to the cops, and the cops are like, so you gave her the keys so that she yeah. could drive it, and then she just hasn't come back yet? Yeah, that's not stolen, bruh. That's borrowed. <laughs> Which, like, it sucks. And it does suck. I feel really bad for him, especially if the cop's going to give him shit for it. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's that exact thing of, mm-hmm. you know, he just handed her the keys, quote unquote, taught her how to use the car, and then right. stepped back. Yeah. And was like, sure, you can take it for a spin. Mm. He didn't specify how long it would be. Yeah. But, yeah. But then, of course, there's always, like, the added pressure of his dad. You know, if his dad found out, he'd kill him. He just, this car just got into an accident, yep. you know, what, like, the first episode, so, like, 12 episodes ago, but right. in the same school year. And then what kids in high school really care about is what are kids at school going to think? They're going to think I'm a total loser. Oh, yeah, especially like when they find out that some girl just batted her eyes at you and you gave her the car, essentially. Yep. And I, I thought it was really cute and a little sad when he's talking to Brandon. He goes, you can't tell anybody about this. And Brandon says, Scout's Honor. And he goes, nobody said that to me before. <laughs> so sad. I know. <laughs> Poor guy. He's never been told the truth in his life. <laughs> well, and then he's like, as they're getting up, he's like, is it too late to join? <laughs> no. I was like, oh. This was Steve's potential turning point. It would have been so adorable if he put on the little pleated shorts and, like, went to get his badges and sell the popcorn. I'm imagining uh, Russell from Up. Just Steve as Russell. (laughs) Kevin's a girl? Anyway. uh, But 
as redeeming as Steve was in the he middle. He loses it again. Yep. As they're at the police station, the cops like explaining how stealing actually works. And <laughs> <laughs> and so they're talking through it. Then the girls show up and they're like, oh my God, there you guys are. Well, because first he has to be like, hey, uh, is your license plate I-A-F-R whatever to <laughs> yeah. be I-A-T-A Ferrari? Yep. And yeah, so they arrest them and he's like, oh, you can let him go. I'm not going to press charges because the girl just goes, oh, here you are. Yeah, we were looking for you guys. We took a weird turn. We got lost. Oh, Like it was horrible. And so then not only did Steve say, nope, I'm not going to press any charges. Like this is all fine. Then the cops like, well, that's fine, but... Homegirl also has a warrant out for... Outstanding tickets. Yes. And Steve, stupid slut, spoiled slut... Spoiled slut. Goes... Do you take Visa? Yeah. Like, what? Huh? What? Like, I don't understand. I mean, that was exactly what Brandon did. He was just like, dude, no. (laughs) What? I just want to, like, point out that this girl might have such a hold over Steve because she looks like Kelly. Like, she has the exact same haircut, and she's, like, blinking at him and is super, well, trying to seem super into him. So, I feel like that's got to be part of it, you know? Definitely. Absolutely. That insight. That's Whoa. I like that. (laughs) That's why I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) No, but for real, that makes so much sense. I mean, that totally works. That's his type. Yeah. And not just his type, but, like... Remember in the pilot when Steve was like talking to Brandon, he was like, oh, I dumped her. Like, clearly he did not dump her. Oh, yeah. He was all over her at every Mm -hmm. party we've been to. We've actually not seen Steve with another girl. Yeah. Like, he doesn't talk to other girls for real, except Mm -hmm. for Kelly and now girl who looks like Kelly. Dang. I like that. I do, too. That's a lot deeper than what I thought because I looked her up and she was a Playboy model. And I was just, yeah. Hmm. Fun fact. Because she was, I think it was before she was on Growing Pains, right? As the nanny. She was oh, Julie. That's where she Okay. But I she got remember. fired from Growing Pains because of Kirk Cameron being so religious. Oh. And I don't know if she'd already been in Playboy or if she was going to be in Playboy, but mm-hmm. it, like she like was doing interviews and making comments about it. And yeah, she was Julie the nanny from Growing Pains and also wow. in Playboy. Crazy. And so yeah, when Steve was all over, I was like well, she's hot. Yeah, like, right. Look yeah, at her. Good she's looking. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I like it. This is a much deeper much take. Much deeper. Yeah. It gives Steve more dimension. Clearly, Ariel and I are here for the shallow level. <laughs> We're here for <laughs> back to boners. Yeah. <laughs> and hashtag, I don't remember a hashtag. Like <laughs> Mary's here for the mental boners. Yeah, ooh. Brain boners. I, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag brain boners. Come and get them. <laughs> have you ever had a brain boner email us at back to podcast at gmail.com <laughs> yeah. when was the last time your brain had a boner <laughs> uh, so <laughs> so not kelly gets not her bail kelly. paid yep and uh they walk outside and steve's like oh yeah you know you're gonna make this up to me or she says she's gonna make it up to him or whatever and she's writing something down and hands it to him and they walk away which i don't know where they're going because they don't have a car right and this is not 2019 there's no ubers yeah 
There's no scooters right outside. Yeah, no birds. (laughs) (laughs) He opens up the paper and he's like, good for one manicure at blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Basically gave him an IOU. Like what? Uh, I thought she was legit writing him a check for a second. Like I was like, oh, Oh, I thought it was her number. Yeah. Yeah. Something. If you think about it, like, I think you should take the hint this time. And I think he does. Yeah. if she actually said, like, good for a manicure at blah, 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 and that's the place that she worked at, he could totally just show up. That's true. Yeah. He could and be like, no, you said I get a manicure. Exactly. I am here. <laughs> I give it. I want my manicure. Yeah. And I want this color. <laughs> and I want, I don't know. I got nothing else. But I, French tips. There you go. <laughs> French tips. But, yeah. No, he could definitely, like, if he was mad or if he was, like, trying to write this or whatever he easily could have found her but this is probably just like he's like oh god i just want to be done with this yeah like i got the car back i'm out 150 dollars <laughs> yeah god brandon has promised not to tell anyone mm-hmm. we what good if, what if he didn't know what scout's honor was and he was just like making assumptions about it yeah and what if brandon really meant i'm telling everyone yeah like <laughs> what if he was just like scout's honor i'm not gonna make fun of you Ooh, but like, yeah i am going to tell other people and they will make like that would have been bad Bad I for just, Steve. I like to picture Steve, like, questioning things. Like, <laughs> what if I do get a manicure? Was she Kelly? Do I love her? <laughs> did I love her because I thought she was Kelly? Or did I think she was Kelly because I love her? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Okay, let's but get to the good stuff. I was going to say, yeah, that pretty much ends, and then Brandon goes home and catches the tail end of the greatest slumber party i'm a fan on TV. of most things in the slumber party not a fan of some things not a fan of some things everything served a purpose right and kelly wearing men's silk pajamas was adorable and her tiger slippers did anyone catch the tiger slippers mm-hmm. because i loved them and i wanted them <laughs> they're great brenda ha- <laughs> <laughs> had to had to problem is i laugh silently yeah sure so it always sounds like you just laugh at your own jokes well, and i'm just like but that's quiet. accurate i literally <laughs> laugh at my own jokes i'm laughing out loud this time so there's there's just extra now you have to help me out because it's just like silence <gasps> yeah, like that's my laugh. deep breathe in that's my laugh it's horrible yeah you need to up my like self-esteem here by laughing out loud <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to laugh into the mic and then I'm just going to loop it in every single time. Ooh, a loop pedal. Yeah, yeah, just loop that in. I love it. Um Yeah. The slumber party. The women's conference. The night of female bonding. Yeah. <laughs> it starts off with what every slumber party at least has at some point. Maybe not the beginning, but it has at some point a dance party. Yes. And so everyone was dancing, a lot of shimmying, a lot of... A lot of jumping. Yeah, like Mom clearly comes having to bring a good in some time. snacks, and they're just like, Mom. Come on in. It's she your dances turn. with them, and everybody's so excited, and they're all in their jammies. She had so much fun. Cindy oh, yeah. was loving life. That was my favorite Cindy scene so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the whole show. Cindy's, Cindy's getting some good scenes. And it did make me think of the uh, Perfect Mom episode, because oh, all those yeah. people were in that episode. That's a good point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Donna was, Brenda was, obviously, Kelly, Andrea, yeah. Well, and, like, Kelly and Andrea and Brenda are the ones that came back when she, like, made everybody tea and, like, Mm -hmm. was there when Kelly's mom showed up. I don't 
think Donna was, but not at the house, but at the fashion show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, no, it was great because it made it seem like the girls, the high school girls, mm-hmm. weren't ashamed of Cindy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they they wanted to include her rather than what probably maybe not a typical high school girl, but at least like some high school girls wouldn't want to include their mom because they'd either be embarrassed or think they're not cool or whatever it may be. Like Amanda? Yes. Amanda who shows up looking like she is 40 years old. Yeah, but her hair was cool. I did her like hair her hair. Her hair was cool, but like when you put the hair and the like the little blazer. like satchel purse with the blazer. Mm-hmm. Not satchel, you know what I'm talking about. I totally do. Um, Like she just looked like she was in like an 80s working movie. I agree. I do agree. Yeah, she really yeah. did. She had like loafers or something on too, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she shows sucks. up like during the dance party and is just like, ew. <laughs> yeah, she literally craps on the whole thing from like minute one. Yeah. Well, because, okay, yeah, I like kind of have it in bits and pieces, but my mm-hmm. first note is Amanda shows up and within five minutes, I don't like her. And then oh, the yeah. next thing is Amanda sucks in all caps. <laughs> because it's when they go into the kitchen and she's like, we have this flavor of ice cream, we have this yep. flavor of ice cream, here are the toppings, they're pouring out Doritos. Which, by the way, none of those girls eat this much food. No, but like, I love that they're showing it. Because, I like that they're showing yeah. it. Yeah. Because in a lot of other episodes, it's been like talking about how they don't eat or like 12 calories in a kiwi. Exactly. Like yeah. watching their figure or like you got to look a certain way in Beverly Hills. And like this is the first time we've actually seen them like being real girls. And, and like, all of out. them do it. All of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, except Amanda. Well, and that was the thing is like they're like, oh, Amanda, do you want anything? You make us all look like pigs. You said it. I didn't. And I just wanted to, like, smack that stupid look off her face. But another savagery, Brenda oinks at her. <laughs> it was golden. I literally, like, I think I was typing my notes, like, because I wrote down, like, the, I, you said it, I didn't. Yeah. And as I was typing it, Brenda oinks, and I my head snaps back up to the TV. <laughs> <just> like, what? <laughs> so I could rewind it and watch it again, uninhibited. Oh, my gosh, I loved it. That was just part one of Brenda's savagery Honestly, this episode, but, oh. Brenda crushes. She's, you know what? At first, I was annoyed with Brenda, and like I used to be when I watched this the first time. I didn't really care for Brenda. I was more of a Kelly fan. I freaking love Brenda. No, Brenda is like the best. She is the best character on this show. Agreed. Brenda's my favorite. Yeah. For sure. Like, she's the most relatable, and I feel like she doesn't want to come off like super down to earth because that's not in the world that she's in anymore yeah but at the same time like looking back at like her flashbacks or her daydreams like she's a nascar driver or when she's about to jump out of a plane she's like pretending she's in the army Mm -hmm. i feel like she's a secret tomboy and it's just really cute she's such a high achiever in her fantasies she's so fun i love brenda i love her i also think she's just the most real and i know this again might be another acting note but when she smiles like legit, it's it feels real. You can tell. Like it, it just feels like okay, you're actually happy in this moment and you're showing it, not like a fake smile or something mm-hmm. like that. And I finally feel, and this was what I was gonna comment about Kelly when Amanda first showed up, is that you know, she obviously it was kinda sucks that Kelly invited Amanda to the slumber party because no one knows her. But mm-hmm. at the same time I understand she was just trying to be inclusive but also stick to the plan yeah. that she committed to. 
But what was really great is that Kelly, we're starting to really see like the foundation of Brenda and Kelly's friendship. Yeah. By Kelly being like, no, this is what I'm doing. Like she could have easily just left with Amanda to go to the boy party or whatever was happening. Which I think at some point, maybe at like the very beginning of this show, I would have expected out of Kelly. Yeah. Like in the shoplifting episode. Yeah. With, I forget her name now. Tiffany. Thank you. You're welcome. Gosh, producer Mary coming in clutch. That's what she does. She clutches. But <laughs> unlike this stick shift. <laughs> she, oh. <laughs> but anyway. She is the brain boner. She, yeah. <laughs> I just want to perpetuate that always. Oh, I will. Um, but yeah, Kelly, she is showing some serious loyalty to Brenda. And I just really appreciate that because n- at no time is it more important to have good, strong female friends when you're in high school. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in Beverly Hills when it's like so much glitz and glam and all that kind of stuff. Well, and especially with some of the stuff that they're bringing in, like you see later what's going on with Amanda and mm-hmm. things that were going on with Tiffany and things that have gone on with a lot of these other female characters where yep. there's just like drinking and drugs and pressure and, you know, boys and aids and we kind of see all of it though like at this slumber party like we get the fun dancing we also get like the fun eating we also get like the ouija board can we talk about that for a second because andre brings it out which of course she does because i kind of identify with her and i would do something like that like bring a board game or something and that's the thing is i can definitely see andrea being like how i am now of like oh i'm going to a social event and i don't know what they have planned yeah i'm gonna bring games so that i have something to contribute exactly like we bring games over here all the time oh yeah and vice versa yeah like we're bringing games to the we're not calling it the beach house what are we calling it the slumber party the slumber party yeah, yeah we're gonna bring board games to the we're slumber bringing party. board games to the slumber party <laughs> you guys are andrea we are i promise all andrea. there will not be an amanda <laughs> you'd leave if there was um yeah but no exactly and so when she brings it i mean first of all i never did it because i would be scared outside my mind that it would like be a real thing oh i did it all the time yeah i figured but <laughs> why because i'm such a like paranoid role follower that and and just scared of everything that i wouldn't even entertain the idea whereas you were much more adventurous as a teen and i stuck to my like rule book and like do as you should So you were the donna yes no a (laughs) hundred percent i wrote that down in my notes like donna is me i am donna (laughs) like we are one and the same i was not dramatic i didn't do anything cool i just played sports played band and came home (laughs) yeah so and andrea pulls out the ouija board and they're like who do we contact and brenda goes i don't know anyone who's died that's probably good brenda also how lucky are you man i know i was like that just doesn't seem plausible but that was very funny like good yeah and then andrea's like why don't we contact my grandma (laughs) of all people which like like that isn't the uncoolest thing that you could possibly say at a party but at the same time like my grandmas are both still here thank goodness but if my grandma was gone i would be like yeah we should call my grandma i I love my grandma especially like maybe andrea's grandma died when she was like a kid Mm. so she didn't get a lot of time with her this is that deep thinking we're supposed to be doing right (laughs) (laughs) yeah i have um, a theory on that not not really this isn't serious at all but maybe andrea's grandma was like the coolest person she ever met and like had a wealth of life experiences that were amazing but she could have like prefaced it with 
yeah. that before. Yeah. Like, Let's call my grandma on the dead people phone. <laughs> <laughs> on the dead people phone. I was like, oh, I loved it when they were doing it and they were moving it around. They had their two little fingers on it and it spells out I'm here. And I was really waiting for like Amanda to have been like, I pushed it there. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the flash goes off and I was just like, what happened? Is this a seance now? Like- I love that they all got so freaked out. And yeah. I was just like, oh, my God, how is that perfect timing? Like, I had no idea where this episode was going to go. And I was just like, yeah, scary movie. <laughs> and then it kind of was a scary movie because there was a serial killer outside. Scaven. How does Scott let this happen? I don't know. Sleep, like, Scott. Honestly, this was the this was creepier than the video camera because at least the video camera he's at school and he has somewhat of an excuse mm-hmm. but he went to Brenda's house when he's not supposed to have known about these plans stood outside the window and took pictures of them yep that is disgusting in their pjs that is so creepy Very and they creepy. just yell at him and take the camera and i would have like pushed him thrown something at him yeah called the cops i mean yeah maybe not but maybe that's too drastic but like yeah like do something tell brandon about it when he gets home i mean i guess boys yeah, get definitely definitely tell brandon or steve because i feel like steve would come to kelly's aid in that regard well and steve is probably the only person that can talk david out of being a serial that's killer. true because they're little buddies yeah but didn't kelly say something like david was such a uh, he used to be such a cute kid or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. So that makes me think, like, maybe... They're kind of looking at him as, like, a little brother Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so maybe they didn't freak out that much because of that. Which is fair, but it's still pervy. Oh, 100% still pervy. Ugh. At least they took the camera. Yeah. <laughs> then they're like, that was my mom's camera. Which, for a hot sec, I thought it was just a wolf camera, like, disposable camera. <laughs> so I was like, David, you can just go buy another one. <laughs> But then I realized, nope, it was like a legit an camera. camera, which would have probably cost like actual money actual in 1991. Money. No, totally. And it probably would have been out of wolf mm. camera still. Yeah. But like, you know, they realize it's not supernatural. They're totally pulled out of it. Andrea's like, I'm not ready for this, this sort of power. And she puts the game away, <laughs> yeah. which is also hilarious, which is like Amanda's cue again to be like, oh, well, we've switched things. So. I'm going to be a bitch and I'm going to try and leave and I'm going to try and make Kelly leave because Mm -hmm. I'm a bully and she just sucks. Well, and that's when the like the truth or truth basically game starts. Yeah, because okay, so that's when she realizes that it's after midnight. So all of the frat guys are drunk and gross and she doesn't have time to flirt with them before they get that way, which like I'm, I'm sure this is written this way on purpose, but. It just sounded like such a terrible thing. It was like that you could have gone and like hung out with a bunch of pervy drunk guys Mm -hmm. that are just going to be like uncomfortable and gross. Or you could stay here with all of your friends. Is that good? Uh, The the screensaver went up and now wants your password again. Sorry. Why is it doing that? Mary, you know it's I love John. Huh? You know it's I love John. Oh, yeah. I'll remember that next time. (laughs) Is it really still going? Yeah. It didn't do say, I wonder if it's because I updated Updating. my thingy. Could have been. Mojave sucks. Oh, is that the new That's OS? the new OS, mm-hmm. yeah. No. I don't have to play with it. I don't remember um, what we were. We were talking. The Amanda and the Frat Guys. Yeah. yeah, Amanda and the Frat Guys. And she says, um, 
well, everyone's ruined my night. It's time to ruin theirs. Because yeah. she refuses to leave, even though she's like, this sucks. That's my thing. It's like, was she that attached to Kelly or like needing an excuse to not go to the frat party or whatever? Like she just didn't want to be alone or something. And that, like, you know what I mean? To stay? Because why in the world would you stay if everyone here clearly doesn't like you? And you don't seem to like any of them. It's got to come through a bunch of insecurities, right? Like she yeah. doesn't want to be alone on a Friday night and she wants to seem cool. So she doesn't want to admit that she wants to be at this slumber party. Right. Mm-hmm. And like if she really wanted to go to the frat party, she could have. I'm sure I she had other friends yeah, too. I guarantee Kelly is not her only friend. Yeah. Not a, not a sophomore and junior, however old they're supposed to be. Who the hell knows? Yeah. <laughs> we're, um, gonna, we're just going to know when they graduate. Yeah. So that's when Amanda says that they should play that like sit in the middle of the circle game. That's mm-hmm. actually like essentially just tell me your deepest darkest secrets exactly which is kind of a culty thing and it really weirded me out it was like a scientology thing there for a second i was like are they gonna blackmail each other for this later on i assumed that's what amanda wanted like she just wanted a bunch of blackmail so she could show up monday and be like let me tell you about kelly's deepest secrets exactly which were the worst and i was very upset and so and i understand again tv show but i wasn't I just didn't understand why Kelly told the story. My only thought, because like, obviously she told a story of Mm -hmm. her and Steve and probably the first time that she and Steve slept together. Well, and it seemed to me that that was the time she wanted to be her first. Correct. That was what she had in her mind. Like this was actually a good story. So this was Steve who cared about her. They were dating. They did it in a bet. They made it. Yes. They made it. (laughs) And like he got interviewed right afterwards and she was like you should have seen his stupid smile like she felt loved in the moment versus ross weber who is officially the worst guy i've heard of in this series so far yep um and amanda being like no tell him about your first time which is when like some drunk guy pressured a freshman to go have sex on the ground in the woods yep and like also the fact that Amanda says BNJ before nose job, I just wanted to be like, yeah, she just got the nose job. We all know about the nose job. <laughs> Her entire this life is-, is before nose job. Yeah. <laughs> None of that means anything. You're just being a bitch. Right. And and I think the only reason that Kelly actually did go through with telling that story is because otherwise – Amanda probably would have. And at least in this way, Kelly had some control over Mm -hmm. her own memory or her own story or whatever. But I still just hated that she felt so pressured that she had to actually reveal this because if she had wanted to tell it, that would have been her first story, not the Steve story. No, I don't understand. Like, I obviously, again, it's TV. It's Mm -hmm. supposed to be pressure. It's supposed to show you Amanda's a terrible person. And I assume... To an extent, it's supposed to give you added depth for Kelly. But yeah, like, in real life, I feel like I would never have been like, no, tell me about your real first time. Not even to my worst enemy. Like, this is a person who is supposed to be Kelly's friend. Like, it's not like it's Amanda asking Brenda or Donna or something, like someone that she doesn't really know that well. Mm -hmm. She's asking her supposed friend. Yeah. She's like, reveal this shitty thing that happened to you one of probably your worst memories of your entire life no you tell it you tell it tell them well and it yeah it seemed like um amanda already knew that story yeah and just wanted to put her through the humiliation of telling all her friends about it exactly i totally agree yeah i totally agree and it seems like 
somehow Amanda had this really great plan of how she was going to go through all of them because she does Kelly first, Mm -hmm. which like, you know, turns Kelly against not against other people, but like gets her on the side of like, well, I told my super dark story like I'm going to get something out of it. Mm -hmm. And then like they do Donna and make Donna feel bad and they do Andrea. And by the time they're to Andrea, everyone is just like, yeah, we We all know. (laughs) Yeah, everyone knows. Which, um, like, yes, it's obvious, and it's obvious to us because, like, he's literally the only boy that she gets scenes with, pretty much. But at the same time, like, it's still a secret. Like, I had a friend I've literally known since sixth grade, and I could never get her to tell me who she liked. Like, and we were really, really close. She was just a private person who didn't want her stuff aired out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it was a trust thing. She just literally didn't want to tell people. And there's nothing wrong with that. And the thing is, like, yeah, I mean, even us as the viewers know because they had the whole thing with the part the last time they had a party at the house and Andrea comes and he kisses her and she gets mm-hmm. really upset and leaves. Like, this is all information we already had. It's just to make Andrea feel bad. Exactly. And, like, Amanda is also just mean because she says – she tells Andrea she's batting her big cow eyes at him. Yeah, cow? Yeah, that's just mean. Like, that makes it seem like Andrea is, like, an unattractive, like, larger person. Yeah, no, that w- it was supposed to make her feel lesser than everybody else. And that's horrible. Yeah. And, which also sucks because, like, the first part of Andrea's, I guess, truth or truth, was kind of funny. Because mm-hmm. it was about her name. Yeah. And Andrea or Andrea. And at first, like... People are kind of calling her stuck up or snobby for wanting to say Andrea. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was something unique yeah, to her which that she her. felt comfortable sharing. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, guys, like, really, it's either way. But to me, Andrea sounds unique well, and different. And, like, you know, it escalates from there. But even when they ask her about her first time with a guy and she says she hasn't done it yet, that doesn't – I'm sure she felt something of, like yeah. – you know, everyone else in this room basically has probably at least gotten farther with a guy than me. Definitely. But she seems to like own it after that fact. Yeah. But then they make her feel bad for having a crush on Brandon and not wanting to talk about it. And that's just mean. I did find it a little interesting that Brenda wasn't disgusted or something like, you know, like sometimes I feel like it's depicted as though like this, like if you have a crush on Like, if you're friends with somebody and they have a crush on your sibling, they're like, ew, what? No, you can't like my brother or, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Brenda actually kind of seems, like, cool with it. She's just, like, everyone knows, like, whatever. Well, and I think... (laughs) Again, point for Brenda. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I don't know. Her brother's supposed to be this, like, hottie. True. So, like, I think at this point she's just okay. Because she helped him get dates with people before. True. That is true. I wonder if it's different since... You know, she's kind of friends with Andrea. Maybe it's better. Could be better. Maybe it's also helped that she's dating Dylan. True. Yeah, she's distracted. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. So then I think after hers, when they do Donna, and Donna's like, I haven't done anything. I'm yeah. normal. <laughs> and it's so I so cute. related. I so, so related. I don't know what I would have said. Like, I, I legitimately thought about it for a second. I was like, at that time, what would my deepest, darkest secret be? And I literally had nothing. Like, That's, other I'd than have my to parents. I think about it, divorced. and it would probably, like, at 16? 
I lied at confession once. <laughs> nice. I, honestly, every time I went to confession, they'd be like, do you have something to confess? And I was like, no. Because, like, I'm sure I was doing something that was breaking the rules. But, like, I'm not coming to confess. I was coming to get out of class. Right. And they were just like, nothing. <laughs> Shaming you? Yeah. Sometimes I yell at my mom. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Being a teen is hard. <laughs> I haven't prayed every night this week. Yep. Oops. Yeah, I legitimately have no idea what I would have said. I would have said what Donna said because I yeah. just, I was Donna. Donna was me. Like, I'm sure I could have come up with something of like, I stole nail polish once when I was eight. Yeah. Or like right. something like that. But Super yeah, innocent. it would have really depended on like what time of the year was like, how 16 was. It? Yeah. <laughs> like, was I new 16 or old 16? Yeah. And like, what's the definition of deepest, darkest secret? Like, yeah, true. staying out past curfew or like, you know, having really unhealthy sexual experiences. Right. Like. Who's to say? Wouldn't have had that one. No, same. Nope. Mm, certainly not. But then we get to Brenda. Is Brenda next? Yeah. Because yeah. that's the four of them. And then they try to get Amanda to go last when she's just like, like, Bye. I would have told y'all anything. Yeah. So Brenda, um, I don't remember her deepest, darkest secret. I actually didn't write it down. Um, it was that her best friend in Minnesota that's was right. dating that guy and they were at a party and her friend like goes to sleep or something and she makes out with the boyfriend and mm -hmm. then goes home and the girl finds out about it and calls her in the middle of the night and wakes everybody up in the house and is just like, how can you do this to me? Yep. So she lost a friend over a guy. Yeah. And that's when Kelly tells her that she tried to get a date with Dylan after Dylan and Brenda got together. Which, which is bad. Yeah. Very <laughs> bad. Honestly, like later she says, I would never try and steal Dylan from you. And I was like. I mean, I get that this is the makeup scene, but, like, you literally you did. You tried. That's like... exactly what you did. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, because that whole thing is basically what starts the whole breakdown because they start – like, yeah. Kelly calls Brenda stuck up ever since she started dating Dylan, and then Andrea gets really upset because everybody's fighting, and it's supposed to be a night of female bonding a women's conference sure yeah and then <laughs> that's when they all decide to leave and amanda's just like ha ha ha, ha. yeah she's like my laughing. work here is done yeah she's like laughing she's her doing like laugh. the mr burns fingers yes like, absolutely yes um yeah i mean and, and which obviously was like the climax of the whole episode or whatever but i thought what was interesting though is that the different points of views like Brenda had every right to be mad at Kelly for trying to steal her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. But then Kelly turns it and is like, no, you're stuck up now that you have a boyfriend. And I'm like, no, okay. Like, that's not a real thing. Like, she, yes, she might have gotten more wrapped into her boyfriend, which every girl does when yeah. they're dating someone. But, like, you just literally, like, betrayed her. Yeah. Like, this wasn't, I don't know. But then I also appreciated what Andrea said because she's like, why are you guys acting like stupid like you know like catty like yeah gossips. she calls kelly gossipy yeah and then as they're walking all walking to the door is when brenda was just like oh my god what mm -hmm. have we done right and like they have their whole big group hug and and it was adorable and donna is the cutest <laughs> she is the cutest she's like wait <laughs> she's like i i haven't done anything but I'm going to and when I do I want you guys there and that was adorable and I do appreciate that because again it was the cutest probably would have been me <laughs> and I mean 
all that to say, like, it's really dumb, the reasons that they fought, but it actually shows a lot about the level of friendships they actually do have that Mm -hmm. they're able to make up so quickly. They almost treat it like boys. Like, you know, like you could punch your friend, your guy friend, and then two seconds later be total bros. Mm -hmm. And it's like, usually with girlfriends, like... That's not what happens. No, like there's more fallout from that. So we'll see if that happens, but... There's like a war of attrition with girls where you just like, do not talk. Right. So I like appreciated, and I I thought it gave like some merit to Mm -hmm. their actual friendship because again like in the beginning when kelly was like refusing to leave because she wasn't going to bail on her friend and then like admitting that she tried to do this thing with dylan was bad that she did it but she's owning it and trying to make up for it like i'm not going to do that again exactly like i know that what i did was wrong and especially now knowing what happened in brenda's life is like i'm not going to do that to you and i think it's also good like the level of the fighting that they had and the secrets that they told like you only get what 52 minutes Mm -hmm. for this and like they they gave them the right level of a fight Mm -hmm. that could be resolved at the same time exactly like that's a good point because i was thinking about it like yeah what kelly did sucked but I'm almost happier that it happened early in the relationship or early in their friendship because it's something they and could in have the over. Yeah, yeah, and in the relationship because it's something at this point that they could overcome. Mm-hmm. Whereas, let's say Brenda and Dylan date for a year or whatever, and they've been friends for a while. Boom! Here's a bombshell. You know, from Kelly saying what happened. They may not have been able to come back from that because yeah. of the length of time that passed, like from the betrayal. So it it just made me like kind of happy that all this came crashing down early mm-hmm. because it's something that they could deal with. Yeah. So honestly, when you get down to it, thank goodness for Amanda. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> she still sucked a big one, but well, I love that they all make up and they go into their like big group hug, and she's like a movie villain of like curses foiled again <laughs> yeah. and walks out the door. Yeah. And that's when they're like, oh, she forgot her purse. And Donna just like throws it across the room. I know. Basically. She didn't even try to pick it up. She just like swatted it. <laughs> My favorite is she's like, let's throw it out the window <laughs> on the first floor. Yeah. Just like, eh. I mean, she basically does. She was yeah. like, let's throw it out the window from back here. She pulled and a cat just, and just smacked it. <laughs> just, d- d- yeah. Down. Don't do and it. And it's just full of loose pills like tons of them not just like a bottle's worth it was like several bottles worth it seemed yeah, like it was a lot it's like somebody went and bought like a value pack of tic tacs and right? it's just like pills 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 pills, pills, pills. pills. that's all i have in this purse is just pills yeah and they're like oh i know what these are these are diet pills which yeah okay she's on speed right like because of course she's just diet. an angry person yeah she hasn't eaten and she's on drugs exactly which is bad yeah and I mean, and it's still kind of like ex- not excuses, but like gives cause to her. Well, and it says that there's whatever. something else underneath it. She's not just a bitch. She has a lot of body image issues. And right. when she comes back in and Kelly kind of confronts her about it, she says like, oh, well, do you remember when I was fat and like nobody mm-hmm. liked me? And then I lost and she <laughs> Kelly goes, well, and then you lost all the weight. And yeah, I mean. Like, I feel like Kelly kind of proved her point there of, like, you yeah. lost all the weight. You're good. And she was like, exactly. I'm going to keep the weight off. Mm-hmm. But and then she does the whole, like, can you get me a cookie? Actually, bring the whole box. Which, like, 
cute and again 52 minutes i get it mm-hmm. but like i feel like she should have just been like just a cookie yeah or like, like easy left you have not eaten you need protein right need vegetables you don't need sugar <laughs> you yeah. need nutrients you're gonna crash have brandon make you a sandwich right <laughs> Brandon, go make me a sandwich. Oh, if only. I'll just put lettuce on it and some protein. And four bread. Lots of bread. <laughs> but yeah, when she was like, just bring the whole box. I was like, no, no, no. Don't too do far. that. Too far. On an extreme to the other. Yeah. yeah. True. And Good then point. it's just going to cycle. I guess in that way, it's like kind of accurate. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. No, it like, totally fits. Yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, like. So Donna goes and gets cookies and they have cookies and they, you know, talk and chat and have fun and whatever because we don't see the rest of it. Right. But we come back later and everybody's asleep in the living room and Brenda's on the couch Mm -hmm. and Brandon comes in and they have their like, you know, little episode. Their twin twin talk. talk. Yep. And they're like, what'd you do tonight? Girl stuff. What'd you do tonight? Girl stuff. (laughs) What's girl stuff? What she said, like, you don't want to know? Or she's like, I'll tell you if you tell me. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, no. I don't want to know. Yeah. Because he's like, do I tell you we got conned out of a (laughs) car because of some girls? Because we didn't get into the club. Because you know she would give him way more shit than anyone. So much shit. Because she was savage tonight. Yeah. No, she was on it. She She was was on fire. Itching for another savage moment. Yeah. But so he won't tell her and he gets up to leave. And then they say something about... They say night John boy. John boy. And I was like, I literally wrote night John boy question mark? I didn't even write it down. I was like... And they giggled. They all giggled. They're still awake and they all giggled. I'm like, what's funny about that? Yeah. Like, we missed something. Yeah. I didn't look up the reference. They took it out. I don't know. It has to be something. Like, they must have had, like, fun girl talks, like, in the night after they fed Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Maybe it was some kind of inside joke. Well, like, for Andrea's benefit, because it maybe could have been. John Boy is who she has a crush on at school. Could and be the, to say that it's not Brandon. I think my nightmare thinking about this now would be if I had a twin in high school and it was this like boy girl mm-hmm. and like you come home and yeah they say like night John Boy and it's like, what did you tell them about me? Yeah, what in what the... do they know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because if the girls know, the school knows. Right, that's this true. This is not something that just stays in the Walsh house. Well, and these girls are pretty well connected. Like, Kelly and Donna alone. Yeah, this is not just Andrea and your sister. Yeah. There is a senior. There's a senior in this house. Yeah. And it is not you. Um, the only reference I could think of, I think, and I could be wrong on this, so we might have to fact check this later, but I believe, and here comes another Gilmore Girls reference, but in Gilmore Girls... I think Jess refers to Dean as John Boy Ooh, or Farmer John or something like that. So I'm almost curious if it's like a simpleton reference or like a If basic? Andrea was just like, well, I'm smarter than him. Could be. I'm trying to look it up and I don't have internet. I just like these further reason. parallels between Brandon and <laughs> Dean. I'm telling you guys, they're one in the same. Oh, no. Which is not to say anything too horrible because... Dean was a good guy. Dean got, I'm positive. I've only watched it through once and then like I've caught it in snippets. play. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, I've only like fully watched it through once and then like I've seen snippets of it. But I do think they 
change Dean in they order definitely like do. when they decided that she was going to get with Jess mm-hmm. they were just like well how do we get rid of G- Dean Jean <laughs> I can't even can't even give him the right name now that's how little he means to me that's how little he meant to Amy Sherman Palladino oh poor which is crazy because I want to say Jared Padalecki was one of the first phone calls that Amy Sherman Palladino made for the revival okay another fun fact about Come On Girls <laughs> I know ready. too much but yeah I mean I really think they changed him at least a little bit to be like, oh, no, he's actually really possessive. Yeah, and jealous. And, and Yeah, because, you know, uh, Chad Michael Murray was hitting on her at the other school and, like, he didn't act that way. Yeah, I mean, he, I think the only time he acted, like, kind of, like, caveman-y was, like, when uh, at the dance he Tristan was yeah. trying to make a move on Rory like I'll like, oh, kill him yeah <laughs> like touch her like yeah. without her consent kind of thing yeah and so then he went all like caveman and was like hey yeah you don't want to mess with me boy or like something stupid like I mean he's not a dumb <laughs> I'll he's, kill him no that's what he says like are you really trying to fight with me I'll kill you idiot like that word for word Steel trap with this Gilmore Girls clothes. I watched it. <laughs> Why does the bigger one not just eat the little one? <laughs> That's exactly what would have happened. Oh, God. But yes, anyway, all little analogies aside. All things point to Gilmore. They always do. All roads lead back to Stars Hollow. They just do. <laughs> anyway, so we can grade it. Should we grade it now? Uh, yeah do you have a grade in mind yeah i just sorry you look surprised yeah oh no go go for it b plus okay b for brenda Ooh. because like she was the hero in this episode in my opinion um i was gonna do my whole not gonna letter grade because no dylan but like we didn't need him we really I, didn't i was glad they didn't try to unnecessary i mean scaved was a little like unnecessary but like I, they were just furthering the plot that David grows up to murder. That yeah. was all. So Darren Star knows it. We know it. It happens. We get it. <laughs> uh, but no, Dylan wasn't a bad thing because he wasn't needed. I mean, it was a bad thing, but it didn't take away from the episode. Exactly. Yeah. And so then my other points for was because it was fun, minus the like deep dark secrets that were painful to listen to, um, and Amanda. It was. A good, like, I, I was very happy with the female friendship side of it because I really like seeing strong female friendships. And I love seeing Steve not get what he wants. So, B plus for Brenda. <laughs> and I you? Mean, no, I completely agree with you. Like, I would actually, I could probably make an argument for, like, a soft A minus. Ooh, a soft But I A-. am going to knock it down because of Dylan. Just okay. because I am consistent. And I love him. I get it. So I'll knock it down to the B plus, but I completely agree with everything you said. Like it showed this female friendship. It showed like the gang being together. Like there Mm -hmm. were scenes where like five main characters were talking to each other at the same time. True. Which was great. Um, Like it gave Steve more depth and then took it away, but then gave it back. (laughs) Um, Like, you know, the silver psychopath. Made his the appearance. Silver psycho- and the spoiled slut. And the spoiled <laughs> slut. Everyone made their appearance. And like, it was just great. And Brandon was not like, 
white knight golden boy brandon That's brandon true. was just brandon yeah it was actually really like, nice to everyone see everyone had really normal. good episodes i'm telling yeah. you like i could have made an argument for an a if dylan had been in the episode i get it and honestly i just wanted the b plus also not just for brenda but blumber party <laughs> Blumber party. Blumber party. I love it so much. <laughs> you know, I gotta get my right. wordplay in there. It's also, we're missing a huge B plus four here. Brain boner. Brain boner. Come on, guys. We've been talking about it the whole episode, so we got a lot yeah, of reasons we had for B these. squared. Yes. Brain boner. Brain boner. Blumber party. Brenda. Brandon. Bears beats <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Exactly. A lot of reasons for bees. For all of us at Back to Podcast, I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. See ya. This has been Back to West Bev. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review us. Five stars, please. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Back to Podcast or contact us at Back to Podcast at gmail.com. That's B A C K T O Podcast at gmail.com.